Shalom and welcome to Bright Hour podcast on this position of truth restored to the bride of Christ in this last age. Almighty God, we ask for understanding in things that pertain to our salvation in this last moment of time. As we go through today's episode, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. We'll read John chapter 1, verse 6, and James chapter 5, verse 17 for today's episode. John 1, 6, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Then in James chapter 5, verse 17, Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are. Now, in June 1933, the commission to William Branham was as John the Baptist was sent to forerun the first coming of the Lord. Your message, that is, the message given to William Branham, will forerun the second coming of the Lord. When you take the message, quote-unquote, from the divine commission and revise it as, as John the Baptist was sent to forerun the first coming of the Lord, you, that is, William Branham, was sent to forerun the second coming of the Lord, you throw the whole message into a mess. When you make the man the forerunner instead of the message, then he has to come back to introduce Jesus Christ to the bride. You are also saying he did not finish his ministry. He has to come back to complete his mission. And that makes room for heresies. There is no pattern or example from Moses to John the Baptist of a prophet who did not finish his ministry and had to come back. Again, Jesus in Matthew 17 verse 11 said, Elijah shall come first before his second coming to restore all things. Restore is to bring back that which was lost to its original state. Restore all things is not finishing all mysteries. And for confirmation, the seventh angel messenger, seventh angel messenger, is to finish the single mystery, not mysteries, let alone all mysteries. Practically, there were questions, scriptural questions, the prophet could not answer before he left the scene. Listen patiently and let us learn together to get out of the mess to the message. This prophet spoke of the seventh seal being the minute and the hour of the coming of the Lord and confirmed that it is what Jesus in Matthew 24, 36 Luke 13, 32 said, no man, no angel, not he himself, when he was on earth, knew the time. You will have to make the prophet more than a man, more than a prophet, even more than Jesus Christ, to know what no man knows, or no man was to know. Can you see the mess of seeing the prophet had finished all mysteries 
and there is no more mysteries? Remember, with all humility, you cannot use quote statement of the prophet to override the scriptures that cannot be broken. John was a man sent from God. So was William Bram, a man sent from God. Now, John did not pre-exist as a man, as a prophet, as a spirit with God before his birth, before he was sent. That should be well understood. Then how come William Marion Bram, a man sent from God, pre-existed as a prophet before his birth in 1909 to reveal the book of Revelation to St. John on the island of Patmos in AD 95-96? How come? Can you see the mess of referring the angel of Revelation 1, 1 and Revelation 22, 9 as William Bram sent by Jesus to John? When you smuggle such a weird revelation into the message, you throw the whole movement into a court. You are talking about from the mess to the message. We must come out of the mess that has been created to the real message. Search the scriptures. God has never used any man, prophet, before his birth. But we have witnesses of God using Samuel after his death. He prophesied to Saul. God used Moses after his death. He came with Elijah. They came and spoke to Jesus in Matthew 17. The mantle of transfiguration. So God has never used a man, a prophet, before his birth. But after their birth, after their departure, God has used them in a supernatural way. I know these are sensitive issues, but the hour is now to get out of the mess to the true message of Malachi 4.6b. Brethren, we should never hold to or teach anything that throws this vindicated message into dispute. To come out of the mess, we must be able to discern the prophet messenger of this age as a man, as a preacher, and as a prophet. You must know the difference between William Bram as a man, as a preacher, and as a prophet. We saw the pattern from Elijah, Elisha, to John the Baptist, and said we will need that when we come to Elijah of this age. All prophets as men had their limitations, did not know it all, were finite, and God did not reveal everything to them. Prophets are men. They are not omnipotent, that is, all-powerful. They are not omniscient, that is, knowing all things. They are not omnipresent everywhere at the same time. They are not sovereign. Only God is sovereign, Omniscient, omnipotent, and infinite. Let us deal with some Bible examples before coming to what the prophet himself said. Samuel was a man of God. In the Old Testament, prophets were referred to as men of God. 
apart from the title Son of Man. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, God told Samuel to go and anoint a king from the house of Jesse. God never told him the name of the one to anoint. When he got to the house, announced his mission, they lined up all the seven sons of Jesse. And when he looked on Eliab, he said, surely the Lord's anointed is right before me. He was going to anoint him king. But God stepped in and said, I refuse him. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. And the Lord refused one by one all the sons that were present. Mine. The prophet Samuel did not even know or discern that there was another son. So he asked Jesse, 1 Samuel 16, verse 11, I hear all thy children. There David was brought from the bush and anointed king. That was Samuel as a man. He did not know it all. And God did not tell him everything, every secret to him. We see here, not every statement when he was in line of duty, he has been commissioned to go and anoint a king. He was in line of duty, yet not every statement he made was that said the Lord. We can take Nathan, the prophet, First Chronicles chapter 17, from verse 2 to verse 3. When David, the king, desired to build a house for the Lord, he communicated to Nathan, related to him, and Nathan said, go ahead and build a house, for the Lord is with you. But in the night, the Lord came and spoke to him and said, go tell my servant David, he should not build a house for me. We can move from prophet to prophet. Elijah, Elisha, John the Baptist. But let's take that great prophet Moses. Moses could prophesy about Israel right in the promised land. He was told to take Israel from Egypt to Cana. He could prophesy about Israel right in their promised land and their latter days. Yet he knew nothing about Jericho and River Jordan encounter. See the sovereignty of God. Here again, Moses as a man did not know it all because God did not reveal everything to him. Let us take the last one. Jacob, the prophet. He could gather his sons and tell them one by one what will befall them in the last days. Yet as a man, he did not know that Joseph was alive. Joseph was also a prophet. was a son. He did not know Joseph was alive. He made his funeral mourn for him many days and forgot about him. When they told him the lie that Joseph was dead, he believed it. Oh, I wish I could get you examples that happened in the life of uh, William Allen Brown. That people are using that to say because of that he's a false prophet. Just Jacob, a prophet, believed the lie. He could not discern it was a lie. He believed it. What am I trying to arrive at? When we fail to acknowledge 
and see a prophet as a man and make every statement or every utterance by him or every action that said the Lord, we deify the man and give room to all kinds of superstitions. Yes, where many have messed up. Others condemn him as false prophet because they fail to see William Marion Brown as a man. You see the mess? When you take William Brown from the bracket of a man sent from God to making him infinite, every word from his mouth is that said the Lord. Every statement is oral scripture. He knows everything. All mysteries are finished. Am I saying all this by myself? Or the prophet says the same? Now, this is what he said. I have always asked you to be careful what you are listening to. See? There is so much of it. That is the human side. You cannot make this a doctrine to rubbish this vindicated message. Neither can you overlook it to mess up the message that has been given out. Let us keep our balance in the scriptures. How do you know the difference? He answers back saying, if he says one thing and the Bible says another, let his word be a lie and the Bible true. That is the human side. Show me which preacher has been that honest and sincere. How many preachers are not wearing the jacket of knowing it all, correct all, and never to be corrected? He gave us the guidelines. Let me say this, that his human side does not negate the message he brought. We got to discern the difference between the human side and the prophetic side. Let me say again that William Aaron Bram did not come to rewrite, revise the Bible. He came to raise the Bible above every book, sermon tape or sermon book. He never pointed people to himself, but Christ the object of our salvation and the Holy Spirit as the token, the message of the hour. God bless you. Stay tuned. Don't miss the next episode. The prophet as a preacher and the prophet as a prophet. Share the link. And remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Google Podcasts for a new episode every Wednesday. Shalom.